chartered accountancy is a big deal there's no doubt about that and if you have any doubts please check linkedin the sheer number of people that share their mark sheets and the shakespearean ballad of their preparations which they describe facebook whatsapp instagram youtube kahi pe bhi jao you won't miss the celebration and on top of that people who have cleared five years back even 10 years back also they'll jump in the bandwagon and uh, facebook has the share memory option to even they join in all the time <laughs> but what after it you know it's like after climbing mount everest when you look up you see the sky and the stars there is no way up there is no ladder and there are no limits to what you can do there is infinite space and here comes the pertinent question what after clearing ca and uh, today with me is uh, chirag sir again chirag sir thank you for joining us thanks anirudh <laughs> and it's, it's always been a pleasure to uh, you know talk to you and on the topics uh, which are most relevant uh, you know most required to the mass so uh, I, i like the topic you you pick up it, it's going to be a good Yeah, starting it simply what after clearing it what to what is there to be done what's the work that's i think uh, a very different thing as you mentioned you know you when you clear the exams you feel you are on the mount everest mm-hmm. uh, you you cleared it and uh, you know you won but when you reach the everest you see that the sky is much above you uh, and and that's where you want to be you know on the top of the world not only everest and uh, that's that's the life after ca so i i like to discuss this topic life after ca uh, where you know i would like to uh, let uh, tell you what what are the options available after once you become a chartered accountant uh, which field can you go into it could apply to those also who are semi qualified maybe today trying to climb that everest you know and how what you can do as on today what are the options available there's a lot of things which comes up to me and uh, you know i will discuss those with you and uh, to start with the uh, you know the the favorites of all why chartered accountants are is all about audits Mm-hmm. so you know there are various stratas in which you know a chartered accountant can apply for once he has cleared or maybe while he is selecting his articleship itself these days uh, because articleship also has become specialized these days it's it's not about getting experience of everything but it's about uh, selecting getting an experience but then selecting your way forward as an expert so uh, you know i will i will describe today the So, uh, what are the avenues available in audits uh, taxation uh, transaction advisory which is a coin term today which is glamour which everybody wants to join in what's it all about and now the, uh, with the lot of new startups coming up lot of new ideas coming up uh, you know the things have evolved where there are other specialized areas have evolved so we will discuss about various avenues stratas which i will i will brief you about uh, what's that all about and within those stratas what kind of work uh, you know comes to a chartered accountant or a semi qualified many times you know people are excited when they clear a chartered accountant what would be the package i get 
so you know uh, a brief about that as well we will cover during uh, this talk and i will uh, maybe to the best of my knowledge what i know about industry been in industry for 20 years now uh, and what are the packages we offer today uh, we been a startup uh, i have gone through my journey where i have been with big four i have been with corporates like uh, you know top corporates which are in fortune 500 today i have worked with indian mid size firms big size firms and uh, today i have my own uh, consultancy practice so in all of this field what are the offerings today for a chartered accountant to you know have his life after ca Uh, there are people who migrate from various uh, states to uh, you know metros to make their life big or up so we will discuss something about tier 1 tier 2 cities also where you stay in tier 2 where you've cleared your chartered or do you want to move to a metro and what's life over there for a chartered accountant so this is what i briefly plan to cover and obviously if there is something uh, more uh, you feel like getting covered in this session then we will take it up post that mm-hmm. when you look for uh, audit which is which is you know considered by the base for a chartered accountant and you know serve to the nation and you are a part of your your uh, you know the service to the country back uh, audits come the forefront and you know when you talk about audits it's not only the audits where you sign the balance sheet uh, there are various kind of audits which is that uh, you know where a chartered accountant can be a part of either all of them or sometimes you specialize in particular field mm-hmm. uh, like to start with you have statutory audits you know where you can which is uh, always there for a chartered accountant then you have internal audits where you can join uh, there are these days coming up is it audit where you can clear disa or maybe cisa after your chartered accountancy and be a part of it audits or uh, it infrastructure uh, developments uh there are management audits which are specifically audited by management when you join a corporate mm-hmm. the corporate have their internal team either to do internal audits or management specific audits when sometimes they have received complaints or they want to do specific area coverage for the board and all mm-hmm. and then this days another uh, term which has been coined is the forensic audits yeah. so uh, where you know you uh, you audit the frauds where there are some signals already there Uh, and uh, you are uh, you then go and audit them so this are some of the kind of stratas uh, which are available if you want to select the field of audit going into i'll give some brief about each stratas so you have a brief idea we will not go into much detail today yeah. because every strata can have one session you know <laughs> so <laughs> but we'll go with the brief of it so uh, to start with we have uh, let's say the statutory audit Yeah. So in statutory audit, uh, you have uh, you know to this day's big four, mm-hmm. you have mid size or the uh, small size firms or big Indian firms, and then uh, you have proprietaries who are doing the audits. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know when to where to enter, what to do is obviously choice of an individual. What I am going to share today is the background about this, so you can make your individual choices when you want to move forward in your careers. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, when Big Four, if you will take today, Big Four is where uh, you know these days there is further specialization in audits where you have manufacturing team, you have a team to audit the BFSI clients. like the banking and insurance financial sector you have uh, ties which is telecom entertainment media sector so uh, you know they have divided uh, within audits also into strata 
if you go somewhere to a mid-size firm or an Indian firm, you might not find such stratas within stat audit, but you may be a part of a stat audit. Uh, whereas in some big firms, you may be a part of, uh, you know, they get empaneled with a lot of government audits. So you could be part of that or you could be a private sector audit team. That could be the most. Otherwise, the team is generally common in an Indian mid-sized firms. Mm -hmm. And proprietary, obviously, you know, you have less number of chartered. So anything and everything is a part to it. So that's that's about the stat audit piece in a big four, a mid-size. And sometimes many people ask me also about the package. So obviously big four these days, what I have seen big six, if you put it, mm -hmm. uh, is in the range for a fresher from 6.5 to 8 lakhs. Yeah. And then obviously you keep moving up the ladder based on your performances and mm -hmm. other things. Uh, if you are in tier one, sometimes when you are in tier two, Maybe you can reduce this by another 50,000 or 75,000 and mm -hmm. that would be your yearly package. If you go to a mid-sized firm, anywhere between you know, 4.5 lakhs to 7.5 lakhs is, is general trend of a package. Obviously, it could be more or less depending upon the firms. Prior to city, again, you can just discount it by, let's say, 10% or 15% because standard of livings and other things are different there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so those are when you are part of a stat audit team. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, we have the internal audit. So the package is more or less for a big four and, uh, you know, mid-sized firm will remain same. Wherever the corporate comes in, I will, uh, you know, describe just the general packages about corporates as well. Okay. Uh, so now you have internal audits. Uh, again, internal audit are divided uh, into, uh, you have big four, you have mid-size. Here you also have a corporate coming in because mm -hmm. statutory audit is independent. So you don't have corporates having statutory audit teams. But internal audit, uh, the entities could have an internal team where the internal audit had reports directly to the those charged with governance, which is the audit committee or the board. And uh, you have an in-house internal audit team also in a big corporate. Small corporates, they outsource the internal audit if required or if they want to voluntarily go for. But big corporates generally have their in-house teams. Mm -hmm. So you can be a part of that in-house internal audit teams also. And when you go to corporates, again, your package, you know, your CTC are generally higher, but our on-hands are lower. Uh, but still somewhere anywhere in the range of 7.5 to 10, somewhere 11. Okay. Uh, obviously, I'm keeping aside the rankers, uh, you know, because that's a different strata. But yeah. I'm talking about the general yeah. package which you get. And obviously, when you go for campus or even for a direct interviews. Mm -hmm. So those are generally the, uh, the packet scales also. And those are the kind of work you do. So when you have statutory audit, where you do your independent audits, clients keep changing. Internal audit, you are... If with a firm client keeps changing, you get new exposures. Mm -hmm. If you are with a corporate, uh, it's kind of a, a job which is more, uh, you know, stabilized or a stable job. Mm -hmm. But once even in corporate, when you select a particular strata, yeah. you are going to like, like, you know, you join an insurance industry in internal audit. Yeah. More or less, your career could be a part of an internal audit, you know, insurance industry, banking, then you may have banking, NBFCs, you may keep mm -hmm. changing entities. But generally, we have seen that you then spend your life over there. And then you have general manufacturing corporates. And then the question comes about upward movement. 
yeah so then you have lateral movements as well and that's where people move from one entity to another mm-hmm. also many times to go up the ladder but uh, as you are a fresher the important part is to gain experience to gain a good profile yeah uh, uh, you know rather than jump or thinking about a ladder right now maybe 3 mm-hmm. years 4 years down your career you can think about where i'll get a growth mm-hmm. uh, and obviously once you are part of a corporate even your individual consultancy in the end if you want to pursue Hmm. is open for you so so that's on the it audit uh, on the internal audit part then comes the it audit now it and internal audit are also going hand in hand today there is lot of digitalization we've been seeing happening all around us uh, you know artificial intelligence is everywhere of these days and so sooner the later you will see that it Uh, is either an independent audit or it's going to be part of the internal audit and a strong component of an internal audit or a risk management mm-hmm. so it audit is another strata where you might have to go for disa or cisa and pursue that to have more detailed knowledge about it yeah. the in depth about it and this is one field which again is opened up in terms of big firms mid size firm has a less kind of vacancies for this kind of a profile mm-hmm. because it's very specific but big big six and on the other side corporates have a huge demand for uh, you know ca with an it knowledge uh, there is one very niche field over here which we have seen in our career is uh, you know where there are erp implementations yes uh there are audits also required once you implement so the mm-hmm. erp implementing entities or corporates also hire chartered accountant to do this audit because it helps them improving their quality every time mm-hmm. so they are part of that implementation team blended and they keep doing internal audits for that you know entity where they do implementation of erps so this is one niche field but uh, it's been growing it's been very well paid field and uh, you know where there are a lot of travel options because if you are part of sap implementation oracle implementations you, you have to you go to virtually world. every branch and test if everything is working and the integration is done properly right absolutely here the another aspect is security yeah that's also that's extremely yeah. there but chartered accountants are not that much in there because they prefer engineers because hacking and all they do that csa yeah. is very special in that part because more right. many of the people do are engineers now there is also ca ssp is also there very true you euro union especially Right. So then comes the management internal audits, or you know where man- management likes to do some vendor audits, mm-hmm. some contracts audit, some expenditure audit. Uh, you know, like you you have a metro project and you want to have an internal team to keep and check on it, an audit on the expenditures which happen, or you are into real estate sector and you want you know the entire huge projects which come we see you know coming up these days you want an in house team to do specific audits mm-hmm. or you are into retail hospitality you want some specific audits to be done for management comforts or we call it as revenue assurance audit many times mm-hmm. so you can be a part of this team as well in terms of having internal audits uh, and the last field which we talked about was a forensic audit which is yes. coming up big time these days yeah. we've been hearing a lot about it mm-hmm. uh, and and it is going to be there so far as uh, you know fundings are there forensic audit is going to be there mm-hmm. um, and if you want to develop uh, you know in this field also even our institute has devised a separate uh, you know uh, course for it which is called FFT you can uh, you know enroll and maybe get that certificate or you have cfe 
yes. which i think you yourself are an yes. today and yeah. you are seeing a big growth in that field in future <laughs> so that's another package which uh, you know you yes. can go for in terms of packages maybe forensic audit could be little bit more remunerative in today's yeah. time because it's a specialized skill plus with ibc so, and this recent sebi and patentment they are showing much more interest in this yes yes so this is one field which you can also deep dive into as a specific career if you in forward mm-hmm. uh, obviously we have due diligences i will take it up which could be a part of audit but i'll take it up in the transaction advisory service when i talk about yeah. uh, which will give you more idea because it's more related to acquisitions and mm-hmm. uh, so that is one thing in the field of audits coming to another favorite area of chartered accountants mm-hmm. tax Uh, so do i am not part of tax uh, i was more part of audit before and now consultancy and advisory and transaction advisory but tax is something which we've also seen as a field which is evolving today uh, you know you would have seen lot of chartered accountants moving into indirect tax field when gst came in they set up their new entire new practices lot of uh, you know freshers could make up their practices because it was an evolving area so nobody had an experience uh, in terms of very specific to gst obviously there were service tax customs various acts before but nobody had and hence uh, you know that is also been uh, a new field but in terms of tax if we pick up the stratas are divided into individual taxation which lot of our uh, you know seniors had their practice entirely set up on individual uh, return filings individual uh you know they help the individuals to plan their tax plannings and stuff mm-hmm. and so that's where they had uh, had their huge practice they had huge number of individuals there are several firms which do individual returns in terms of for employees uh so there there is mass there is volume mm-hmm. the, the entire payroll value, they file yes the value per return is less but the volume has volume to be the volume you can manage that yes, computerization and all it's much faster now yes yes so that is one area uh, but today it's not glamorous it's it's, it's happening more in tire three cities uh, tire one tire two people won't don't want to file individual returns anymore they because it's optimized also as yeah, you said yes the utilities also there now itr ones right. are virtually you can do it yourself 26as right. in department also allows that now right right so those are the fields where uh, that is one field where you know individual return filing starts from 5000 per return to somewhere 2 lakh per return also for an hni or more than that yeah so but the average trend is 15 to 25000 i have seen so it's it's not very remunerative but the mass is big mm. and hence uh, you know overall you may be able to have a good practice in that area as well Yeah. coming certain people with individual also have corporate tax filings or there are specific people who do corporate uh, filings yes corporate filings as you know are little bit more uh, complex it requires more skills in depth more experience uh, you know because their issues are more complex and wider yes and uh, obviously since complexity is higher remuneration is higher your time spent is higher and uh, hence uh, you know it could be more remunerative in terms of could be uh, right from 50000 it can go up to even 7 8 10 lakhs mm-hmm. uh, you know where you can also pick up tax audit as a part of it yeah but uh, so that is another uh, thing another tax area audit is think... complementary to chart audit um, in many many cases because it's virtually the same work you just filing the return right especially well, in the lower several... end 
several lower end client no they don't yeah. uh, uh, you know many times have a requirement of a stat audit like llps and all but they still have to do a tax audit yes, yes so many times you know because there are exemption limits given but even if you are below that exemption limit maybe a tax audit is applicable yeah because so, for loans and all they do ask you to file tax audits even if you are below the limit yeah yeah so that's another area you can look for uh, the another upcoming area which i have seen individuals are specializing in is international taxation and transfer pricing mm-hmm. so uh, you know includes fema regulations and other stuffs uh, but this is one area which is picking up where i have seen uh, individuals you know have setting up a whole practice in this particular area itself because it is very remunerative one mm-hmm. uh, and but it requires uh, complexities there are treaties between entities which you should be aware of while hiding mm-hmm. your client and now you know lot of funds are moving from internationally to india mm-hmm. everybody wants to invest in india and hence this field is going to be a boom very soon uh, you know we are hearing about babs consultancies we are hearing about fema consultancies fatca coming in all of this new regulations uh, are are a new avenues of practice for chartered accountants mm-hmm. so this is another area where you can look for in terms of taxation if you want to specialize in uh another new area which is very good and coming up for young chartered accountants is assessments it has become faceless uh, you know you require a lot of drafting skills to reply yes, yes. Uh, good english good drafting skills good understanding of uh, you know the plus act. you need a lot of research work to do that because you don't know which case law can help you absolutely absolutely so there are tools which support you but still the uh, you know this faceless with with lot of it involvement using of it infrastructure to file all this come uh, you know replies and all it's a good avenue for uh, you know young chartered accountants to jump into and which could become bigger in the near future because now you know you don't have to visit income tax offices but yes uh, you know you can just go on this basis and this area mm-hmm. people are charging on hourly basis also like a yes. lawyer yes yes yeah? because uh, uh, it could be it, it could be assignment based or hourly based and the research work is extremely important because i used to draft letters during my young earlier days and that one small activity of drafting a letter to the income tax department required hours because you'll yes. have to find 6 7 case laws and you have to check whether it has been overruled or not also absolutely so that is one area or avenue again you can look for coming to another one is more on the compliance the tax compliance side many times you want to be like you know you have indirect taxes lot of compliances mm. a direct taxes filing of tds returns professional tax returns on a monthly basis quarterly basis so these are lot of compliances which are there in direct or indirect tax and even gst returns requires you to you know match your gst returns yes. there are reconciliations with books of accounts so this is also one area of uh, you know revenue assurance as well as compliance which could be blended together and could be a field by itself today for a chartered accountant yep. because the volume of transactions are pretty big here yep. so even you know one two or three clients on retainership basis can have you your office run yep. and then you can have another clients who are premium topped up on that mm-hmm. so this is one field where again you are you know anywhere as a retainer because this is an area where people hire you as retainer Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very good for young chartered accountants or practicing CAs mm-hmm. to have this field. If you if you have you know person who hires you on retainership basis, your your risk of earning your uh, basic revenue goes off. 
So these are the areas where you can target if you want to have basic revenues and then top up yourself onto it. Yeah. So GST obviously is one picking up big area in terms of compliances. Mm-hmm. And that is one area you can look for as your individual practice. Obviously, TDS filings and all is not an individual practice. Yeah. It's blended with the tax practice. Exactly. But GST is an independent practice. Yeah. You can do customs. Many people are dealing in yeah. customs and excise even today. So that's another uh, area of practice under tax. And the thing is always about compliance because government of India is known to increase compliance many times if transactions are going well. And I remember that 15 CACD, one year they just said notified that all people doing tax audit must comply with 15 CACD if they are doing any foreign cement remittance. And we had an entire pile of files just because of that. Within one month, compliance increased like anything. True. True. So this, these are some of the areas. Uh, obviously, in terms of this uh, advisory in sa- human resource department, so salary, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's also a field I have seen. There are a few experts, but there are very few, but the field is vast where, uh, you know, you guide corporates to do mm-hmm. a proper tax planning for their employees. Uh, you know, where it saves tax for their employees with a proper tax planning. So uh, there are several schemes, exemptions available under the act, which Mm -hmm. could be well blended. And it could be another way where your employees get more higher uh, on hand salary to spend. Mm -hmm. So, and which is very much a requirement of uh, these days where we are standing today, post-corona, the liquidity is the key in the hands of everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's one field which is going to evolve uh, big time now. Uh, so that's area where, you know, a young or a fresher or, or, you know, a few years experience chartered accountants can look for, or also firms can look for to have specialized in this area. Yeah. So that's, that's more a brief about audit and tax, which is, which is common for all, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, uh, where you feel that you have, you becoming a chartered accountant for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we will pick up certain field, which are, uh, you know, tangent to, this myth of you know you are if you are a chartered accountant you are doing audit or tax it's not yeah. so it's actually a harassment now if you are a ca then people will come with your tax queries for a file karado i don't work in income tax right right so so there is much a need of uh, you know even the corporates uh, even the ceos uh, or the cfos to know that a chartered accountant has various other options which yes. they can kill for yes. so now we will pick up certain tangent services which a lot of people are practicing today they have made this practice huge Mm -hmm. in few years and uh, how it's grown and what are these avenues so let's talk about transaction advisory services Mm -hmm. uh, TAS as it's commonly known in the big six environment and uh, you you know when you're presenting your skills it's called as TAS (laughs) transaction advisory services which has a big gamut, but we'll pick up few of the avenues where you know you can look forward for. Uh, so as we know, transaction advisory service many times is related with MNAs, uh, which are happening big time today. Mm-hmm. It's related to IPO services, which is you are seeing every yeah. you know new day a new IPO. Nike just did it last week, and plus, right. India has the most number of unicorns now. Yes, yes, that's one avenue. Then uh, uh, you have SPAC, which is coming up, special purpose acquisition companies, which uh, uh, you know is growing big in US and soon we are going to see in India. So that's another practice in transaction advisory. And there are other advisory services in terms of due diligence, if you are part of audit, 
uh, tax advisory or tax plannings or tax structurings as we call in terms of if you are in tax export mm-hmm. or transfer pricing advisory if you are an international tax expert because money is flowing or subsidiaries parent mergers acquisitions happening mm-hmm. uh, gap advisory is another big element in transaction advisory where uh, you know because people from different countries are investing money a parent could be somewhere outside india so you will have to do a local gap as well as an international gap could be an us gap could be an uk ifrs eu ifrs yeah. uh, you know indies migrations from your local indian gaps all of this could become a part of this advisory service initially mm-hmm. uh, where you guide the client to move towards it even ipo requires 5 years restatements of your financial statement 3 years restatement yes. of your financial statements so that's another element uh, which is a part of transaction advisory services mm-hmm. where you guide a client or a customer or a corporate to mm-hmm. basically prepare for their ipos so within that obviously due diligence is known to all where where you have financial due diligence you have legal due diligence you have company secretarial due diligence mm-hmm. so obviously you have a team which is blend of chartered accountants lawyers company secretaries so ca most probably are look forward towards financial and tax due diligence so that's one area if you are a chartered mm-hmm. accountant obviously salary package again ranges in a similar range transaction advisory sometimes pay you 10% more than statutory or a tax uh, expert in terms of job then comes uh, you know the uh, in the transaction advisory these days we are seeing is internal controls which are picking up where investors wants you to have good controls and uh, hence you know they ask you to have a team member who is also an expert in controls setting up yeah <laughs> because when they invest money Uh, they want the uh, you know investee to have proper controls and that's where entities are calling for advisory services to set up good controls as well mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're looking for us listing you even have sarbanes oxley or sox 404 to comply with which is big so mm-hmm. those all can become a part of your advisory or specialized services area ipo obviously restatement of 5 years you know drafting of financial uh, pro- prospectors lot of areas where you can guide there are a lot of support and certifications required when you go for an ipo even certification could be a part most of them are required from a stat audit but there could be apart from stat auditors also maybe certain certificates by a professional so that is one area you can go for back listing as i said it is it is kind of a reverse merger listing which is happening on big time now and with uh, a lot of unicorns coming up spac yeah. could be another route for them to get easily listed spac is uh, the easiest way to get listed right it's been done before this it used to be done with reverse mergers again it was where people were detecting fraudulent activities so to make it better they turned to spac right so even yes there are still uh, spac is also evolving it's not yeah. fully stabilized but uh, yes sooner or later we will may, we may see a similar change uh, some changes in it but uh, day of light very soon yeah then you have mna advisory which is pretty common lot of people uh, are dealing into it big fours have huge teams into mna advisories mm-hmm. which is a part of transaction advisory you know right from reviewing the agreements drafting of agreements commercial terms all of this you advise a client in terms of yes. a valuation so that's another area where it's picking up 
so more of on the transaction advisory obviously ib equity research are all part which is also where chartered accountants can get job into a corporates or uh, you know industry ib industry investment banking is also part of more of advisory services or specialized areas hmm. so that that's about another cream area where chartered accountants are being looked forward for uh, to share their experience and uh, knowledge Uh, another few specialized areas which have come up in or evolved in recent future uh, where you know chartered accountants can look for are some i will tell you they were happening in smaller scale but now it's happening on very big scale with uh, you know changes in industry funding all of this thing happening so one is accounting and bookkeeping where also people have specialized uh, you know there are people who are specially working only in this area and chartered accountants mm-hmm. uh, where uh, where you know you require to hire a lot of number of people below you but obviously it's again a volume practice then a value practice but you know bookkeeping like i have seen big corporates mm-hmm. uh, who come from us to india you know they have their engineers developers infrastructure or front front end people in india yeah. but entire back office is outsourced entire okay. bookkeeping and compliance is outsourced mm-hmm. uh, there are big firms uh, in india who are uh, you know advisory firms who deal only into this practice where they help you to set up the entity they take care of your accounts they take care of your compliances they take care of your audits okay we will make sure that uh, you know your statutory auditors are satisfied and get your audits also done properly on timely basis so this is one practice where a lot of foreign investors are looking into for that you know this is one kind of thing we don't want to set up an entire accounts department here we just outsource this to somebody so it's a cost benefit as well as expertise comes in now another big uh, another area linked to this is hr payroll processing which is yeah. also big in terms of volume so there are a lot of people who deal with recruitments and uh, you know payroll processing Uh, though not a very very clear field for chartered accountants more for mba mm-hmm. but still we've seen a lot of chartered accountants setting up this practices these days in the other specific areas now another key evolving area is uh, you know virtual cfo yeah uh, i'll spend couple of minutes on this because it is very much evolving with lot of startups mm-hmm. coming up a lot of mnc's growing uh, money coming in into indian entities even family houses now uh, you don't have a specialized cfo or many times you cannot afford a cfo which is you know anywhere ranging between 3 lakhs a month to 5 to 6 lakhs a month yeah. now you might not be able to afford this and hence a new area of practice which evolved in last few years and which is now growing big time is virtual cfo where or a, or a sharing cfo part time cfo these are the terms coined uh, a virtual cfo is somebody you know who keeps an eye on your entire financial statement so you have a accounts team but you don't have a head which you cannot afford for 5 lakhs so a virtual cfo will come with a retainership which is lesser than that 3 lakhs or 5 lakhs mm-hmm. which uh, you know you might would have paid to a full time cfo and uh, you know he he keeps a complete watch uh, through online as well as uh, whenever the visits are required on a frequent basis on between you both as you decide he will visit and review all the stuff uh, this area has picked up big time during covid because uh, you know and that's where the virtual cfo term coined up where you know you can online also monitor it with meetings with uh, sharing data with you know microsoft teams giving google google giving you those options available so you can use those workplaces you have a lot of sharing tools now secure tools you have online meeting video conferencing tools you can use all of them and be a virtual cfo Uh, where you know you can be a cfo for 3 4 5 entities you can increase your staff and do virtual cfo services for multiple entities yeah. 
and there are various entities in this field here you are paid also well uh, you earn also pretty well and it's a win win situation for corporates for uh, advisory firms all of them Mm-hmm. so this is one field which is picking up uh, it has its own model methodologies which obviously requires a separate session but overall this is the uh, area where again as a virtual cfo as a retainer you can earn anywhere between 1 lakh to 3 lakh or 4 lakhs mm-hmm. per month as a retainer and you know you can have two or three clients which helps you to then earn much more yeah. uh, another term which these days we have seen is people wants extended board now this is new field coming up for chartered accountants obviously little bit experienced chartered accountants yeah. uh, where you know all the homegrown entities are looking for an extended professional board earlier we used to have members from our families on board mm-hmm. now it's all changed uh, compliances have changed things have changed you need to give exam to become a director so yeah. or you can become an advisor to an md or a ceo so uh, you know these days we are advising lot of boards lot of mds and executives mm-hmm. uh, we are independent directors on board now this is the field which is evolving big time there you know the fees are anywhere a retainership if you are advisory to the board if you are independent director they pay you per meeting charges also mm-hmm. or per hour charges also are are this this there are the models to earn in this area mm-hmm. and which is a very good earning but here you require a good amount of exposure and experience uh before you jump into this field so this is for somebody who is experienced enough or uh, you know especially those who are planning to retire retire bankers who have very good experience mm-hmm. can be looking into this field if they are chartered accountants or have this financial background knowledge mm-hmm. retired practitioners who have closed down their practices now because uh you know they are not been able to digitalize or they are not been able to cope up with this fast growth mm-hmm. they could be advisors to lot of md sharing their whole experiences mm-hmm. so this is one area where you can look for another area as virtual cfo there is also a field called support cfo now so people are supporting the cfo rather yeah. than you know replacing the cfo so you know you have lot of banking compliances you have lot of other compliances where cfo is not been able to give time because he has been asked to move to a strategic role also in the corporate okay. so okay. all this area which are more of mechanical can also be put on to somebody who can support a cfo like cfo needs to do lot of research he doesn't have time to do research when he's you know presenting to the board yeah. so he may have a support team which is generally called as executive team to cfo mm-hmm. or executive assistant to cfo now this is also one field where cfos are picking up chartered accountants ceo are picking up chartered accountants mm-hmm. because when they have to present to the independent board they also need to do lot of research for their competitors market and other things so okay. there they have a support team to support the cfo again this is just strengthening the first line of defense yes last uh, lastly we had talked about the fact that auditors are the last line but now we are being promoted to the first line which can help it immensely in compliance especially so, so auditors still stand the last line but chartered accountants chartered accountants come to the first line yeah right <laughs> right hey, we are so, auto, almost synonymous yes yes in india is auditor and chartered accountant synonymous now <laughs> Right. that's where i said that there are a lot of other avenues yeah. and uh, you know it's not only about audits yeah. another area which is uh, coming up a big time is financial reengineering where you reengineer the entire uh, way the finances are been used in an entity uh, even the systems the processes are been reengineered to bring in lot of efficiency lot of cost benefit 
you know present increasing lot of values of the entity to uh, for from the investors perspective where you can uh, you know gain more of, more of value towards it like you know uh, you have a house and you want to sell so there is a different pricing if you have a well furnished house or a semi furnished house yeah. it is something like that where you just spend some more money and mm-hmm. furnished your house your house value will be much more than you expect mm-hmm. similarly happens when you want to sell a second hand car right you 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 want to sell them you will refurbish them you will color them and you will you know prepare it for selling yeah so it gives you a little bit more higher value than you are spending Mm-hmm. which is your uh, income when you actually are looking for investors yeah. so this is one area which is picking up big time uh, another area digitalization of processes which are coming up where you know you have it experts as i said blended with chartered accountants team mm-hmm. so you need ca because if you are digitalizing a process yes the it guys will write the code but what is the input testing. and what is the output required the testing so the key is what is the mm-hmm. output required yes testing comes to the audit which we already discussed about yeah. but what in implementation what is the output required yeah. now that is what a chartered accountant will explain to a it guy mm-hmm. and you know he will implement it and you again do a quality or a user testing about yeah. it so digitalizing is one another area which is picking up these days i have seen lot of young uh, people moving into it is esg which is going to be mandatory for few entities from next year yeah and then you know more entities so that is another field where young chartered accountants can look for in developing their practices mm-hmm. in near future so you may have some retainership or stat audit or tax audit as your routine and then you can uh, you know look into such fields and avenues for your premium services and mm-hmm. uh, you know growth Yeah. so that is one uh, you have another areas like valuations where chartered accountants are a part of mm-hmm. uh, though you have valuation exams now where you have to give that exam and get that certificate before you do certain kind of valuations yes. but valuations also where chartered accountants can look for there is a gap advisory as i said so gap audits are there but also advisory mm-hmm. there are people who specifically advise in ifrs us gap or indian gap implementation so that's one area another key area where chartered accountants have launched their practices and i have seen few youngsters starting a startup is preparation of investor deck uh, a lot of people want fund from bank and from investors yeah. but investors need data to before putting in money so there is an entire investor deck and a teaser uh, valuation models which you have to present to the uh, investors now you are again highly experienced chartered accountants Mm-hmm. or you know young chartered accountants under the guidance of experienced chartered accountant can develop this field yeah uh, and these are all going to be a niche field you can practice in it for your whole uh, you know career and you will make good amount of uh, revenues and there is a lot of growth as you said sky is the limit <laughs> earlier in your opening remarks this is what the sky or the universe is and not yeah. the everest or you know we talk about there is something beyond the sky There's as well a lot beyond which you said in here so these are all the avenues and fields which you can pick up and you know look forward for so i have given some brief obviously there are many more you know chartered accountant going into professions or teaching field uh, chartered accountants are doing a lot of startups today you know in education field in even you know we have a lot of uh, travel uh, apps which are you know formed by chartered accountants we have a lot of startups in fintech which are by chartered accountants and uh, it guys together so those are yes other fields but those are still uh, you know contingent fields risky fields but other all fields hr you may take payroll processing advisories these are all stabilized field and you can make a good amount of practice within this 
area itself in tier 1 tier 2 or tier 3 cities today mm-hmm. so this is what is the whole gamut of ca which i wanted to bring to light yeah. and i would uh, you know be happy to share something more if you have thoughts on all about all right all right so that was very enlightening and it's uh, much much more than anybody normally thinks that what a ca can do right yeah so let's just uh, look at some other things also so firstly okay what went through your mind when you cleared all those years back oh <laughs> so so obviously the first thought in my life always when i cleared and i set uh, you know alone after celebrating for a couple of days <laughs> uh, what couple should i be doing in my life uh, yeah because i had my articleship which was not over at that point in time <laughs> so i had to still do that so i had time to think about mm-hmm. uh, so i had always been uh, doing stat audit and little bit of tax exposure in my yeah. uh, articleship days but uh, when i move forward the only thing i had in my mind is i want to do something mm-hmm. where i get good profile experience and then i always think forward and yeah. think big so my idea was always to think what's next or what's after this mm-hmm. uh, and continue what i'm doing but prepare for what's after that so in my journey obviously i started with a big four then when i saw that you know when i went international on behalf of uh, big four yeah. uh, on a secondment i saw the world is quite bigger and different out there mm-hmm. uh, in my earlier days and that's where i saw there is much more internationally than what we see in india Yeah. and so i joined a conglomerate which is which is every which, which is more in more than i think 150 countries that point in time yeah. uh, which were doing mna so i was part of mna's advisory team mm-hmm. a migration team where we acquire an entity and migrate it to our world our company's world in terms of finance in terms of operations mm-hmm. and then do a compliance check next year so we had sap implementation globally for uh you know all the entities we uh, my uh, my company did an acquisition so i traveled around the globe to see that and mm-hmm. implement ifrs which was globally been implemented by that entity that time which was going to come in india after 3 4 years so 2007 8 i did this and so uh, again when ifrs came in i was doing ifrs but preparing for ifc which was internal financial control coming in mm-hmm. when internal financial control came in we had a upper hand because we were already prepared uh, in the form when we were implementing ifc we prepared for forensics uh, and then forensics evolved when the new government came in the frauds broke out so we had a team which was capable enough to jump from day one because they were prepared well with all tools and techniques mm-hmm. when we did for forensics uh, you know i thought advisory is the next piece and so i started preparing for advisory where i am today Mm-hmm. and we are doing virtual cfo we are doing uh, forensic supports we are doing ipo supports we are doing spec listings today outside india mm-hmm. uh, we are doing forensics globally so that is now what is running and we are preparing for financial reengineering which is the next uh, termed or coined term which is going to be in future so yeah. we are preparing for that financial reengineering now and preparing a team for it uh, let's see how it evolves after 2 3 years when yeah. all these entities who have got money would uh, you know like to uh, the investors would like to see that the money are channelized properly and efficiently used mm-hmm. so that is what is going to be the next trend very soon so we are preparing we are eyeing that and we are preparing so always think forward and think big yeah. uh, was the aim and i kept doing it and that's where i am today so uh, that's <laughs> the whole idea yeah that's yeah. great to know that's my journey and my thought process behind this <laughs> no because looking forward is always you know at the beginning after clearing there is this eternal question 
whether you should practice or whether you should go into industry and that risk is always in our head <laughs> because right. generally uh, people who have actually their parents are chartered accountants they just join the family business but for the rest of the people you know they have this question you know and i see that nobody practices right because at the beginning there's that fear and is it worth it you know i mean how many years i mean no so see again there are ways and models which we have seen when we have we have huge network we've seen people coming where as you said uh, you know father had a child accountancy firm and the son coming in but yeah. the son who has grown the firm also we we know many of them mm-hmm. uh, and went into another avenues but we've seen that initially they have gone and taken exposure in another firms big four corporates wherever mm-hmm. but they have taken some 2 3 years exposure four years exposure and then came back and jumped into it mm-hmm. that's that's a good way or model we've seen uh, you know yeah. to adopt for rather than becoming a partner day one as you clear in your firm and having less experience mm-hmm. so i would always say gain profile gain experience and this is always there for you mm-hmm. so uh, you know there is one thing which is set up but you need to grow yeah rather than continuing now it's it's the era of growth not of continuing what you have yeah so so that's where uh, is the field uh, and obviously industry or practice it's an individual choice mm-hmm. practice has risk but its remunerative sky is the limit when you are in a corporate or a job uh, it's a secured kind of a payment which still today has not completely been secured which was thought as secured has changed the tables <laughs> but still it's considered a 9 to 6 job which is still not today for chartered accountants at least you know you are still spending nights when your mis is coming or yeah, you know yeah. you have your audits going on <laughs> so but still it's looked forward from a more uh, you know job which is more secure time driven yeah. uh, every day you know going to the same place knowing what to do you it's a system process setup you are a part mm-hmm. of a system so no risk so if you have a less risk taking ability go to corporates uh, you know though there is risk in it but still practice has much higher Yeah. uh you know risk so you need to have a risk taking capability over there but yes you can take experience in a mid size firm or a big four and then look forward for your practice rather than from day one jumping into practice mm-hmm. so that's the idea that's the model yeah and so working you know people just start working for some uh, corporates but there is always this question that whether you should work in a firm like a big four and get a lot of experience in that particular area or join a company and work in house because people always think about upward movement later that one creates a difference today i will tell you that uh, you know as i said the uh, big four ca firms or corporate firms or uh, you know firms in india are also moving towards thought processes like a corporate mm-hmm. where they they pull up an entire advisory team now you can be part of that and have an experience of an corporate uh, or at the same time as i said it all depends on your risk taking ability your thought process uh, what you want so it's it's on a platter you know some people like south indian some people like north indian both food are good <laughs> it's it's what you like but it it depends on what you've done in your article ship what's your vision your goal to be in life you want to take that risk you want to jump into it what stage of life you are you know yeah. people are moving from corporate to practice people are moving from corporate uh, practice to corporate grass is always greener on the other side <laughs> which is a universal statement still stand holds good yeah. today right but as i said if you should have a vision you should know yeah. what's next if you have that vision if you know what's next 
advisory, corporate, your own firm, your partnership firms are the take today. But if if you can't have that vision, you don't have you don't want to do all those things. Uh, corporate obviously there is growth in corporates as well cfos are making good money mm-hmm. from cfos now ceo is is an avenue which is opened for cfo several mds are now uh, from ca chartered accountancy background so so those field which were not open for charters also have opened up for charters in corporates mm-hmm. so even sky is the limit there we've seen a lot of corporates from banks they're moving out and uh, starting their own entities at an age. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Nika was one of the examples you gave. Yes. There are a lot of such who, who were part of some another system, started their own and have grown. So mm-hmm. now things are different. Earlier, never somebody thought that I could also have an entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Now, entrepreneurship has given this avenue uh, where the sky has, you know, the limits have crossed the sky also. Yeah. So, so it doesn't matter which field you are now, but select where your likings are. Switch is also possible uh, in, a, in, in you know, earlier years of your life. Hmm. But obviously, you will have to plan your vision or have your mentor who guides you through this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a big fear with many people is that uh, once you pick a particular field, that becomes to define you because you have experience in that field. And later, switching becomes extremely difficult because yeah. wherever you put an application, they'll give you only have experience in this area. Why are you coming here? True. So we have been facing that. And I, I, there is there is a solution to that also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what happens many times people with people in corporate, they have started their EMIs on cars, loans, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's difficult for them to move. Otherwise, what happens is, yes, if you're part of insurance industry in beginning, generally you will switch into another insurance entity. Yeah. If you're part of banking, you will switch within banking and NBFCs or financial sector. Mm-hmm. If you're part of manufacturing, yes, obviously, because if I am hiring somebody with five years experience and I'm paying for it, I would obviously I'm hiring for him for his experience, right? Yes. So I would want him to continue to do that work. But, you know, today people want to do different things and try the other elements. So because people have become more risk takers, this yes. uh, you know, our curriculum itself is now, you know, moving towards open book, which shows that, you know, there is a risk taking ability and yeah. not that you have to mug up something and go and apply. Uh-huh. So things are evolving. People are ready to take this risk. And when you uh, look for a movement then look for a movement and not financial growth also what's happening today with many people are you know i want to move but i want a 25 percent rise also and i want to change my profile also <laughs> now people are hiring you for your experience yeah. and pay it. so if you are ready to come 25 percent low i think market is open for you with your experience yeah. and grasping powers you've done over the period somebody would like to invest in you and you know there's a there has to be a win-win situation mm-hmm. if you want something so be prepared for that if you want to do something there are a lot of startups coming in mm-hmm. look for that uh, you know look to change your field or as a ladder to grow mm-hmm. uh, you know they are giving esops which finally you know runs into cross if the startup goes good yeah. so that's the risk taking ability which pe- some people have today if you don't have then you know it's difficult to migrate from where you are yes. because people pay you for your experience and that's that's always the yeah, truth because especially in forensics and equity research these are two fields which people just want to get in after they are clear and it's extremely hard because hardly anybody has experience during the articleship years about equity research or even forensic and yes. and the only area they do get is internal and stat and moving the, from there can be challenging and the only way to do See, that is if you are ready to take a pay cut then still they can consider you 
so if you want some change you have to be prepared yeah. for that we have to have that foresight and looking at this chirag uh, sir thank you for coming thank you for your time and this has been very enlightening to uh, and to everybody watching this please uh, think about it and please understand what you need it's all about you please look in prospect the first thing that you do after celebrating is introspection to what you need to do in the future everybody out there who's out there to get a job get one that pays the bills to your dream restaurant and make sure that in the process it doesn't make you lose your appetite while you enjoy a meal all right <laughs> so i think well summarized anirudha and then this is all about life after ca yeah. so there is much more and keep exploring uh, this world is quite bigger and a lot of things to do so a lot of young cas as well as those who are appearing for your exams you know having that dream that's the life after ca and i think happy to have a chat anytime and i happy to guide anybody who who wants some guidance uh, in their life uh, we would be happy and is always available for them anurag so uh, <laughs> thank you very much sir. thanks okay. so much yeah, yeah. yeah.